0: Hello. Welcome to Match Day 13 on AFCO 2021. 20, this is Incident Uche and here with me is
1: Alena Black.
0: It is it is really, really an interesting day. I want say um I literally lost it. Like maybe let me say. Oh, that's minutes when we had a, a, a red card, but I want to say that this is an interesting match. Two games, two red cards, and guess what? The team with 11 players won. This is me, like always, here on Black Spot. I, we have a guest live with us who is here to give us a little insight. And in the, in the, it's really, really a good day to have him here because I need to ban him a lot. So, uh, <laughs> so long, Daniel. Welcome
1: it's insulate. Good evening, good evening. How are you doing?
0: I'm so, I'm so happy. Okay, I am happy, and I need to see I'm your back. face right now.
1: Happy. Happy. Why are you happy? uh you can. I don't, I don't that so like, how are you happy because I don't understand. Why? Thank you. Like, why that's what I'm asking. Like, why are you happy? Because, <laughs> because I think we are not, we think should they throw you, you they're not supposed to be happy. I mean, parents. I'm in pains.
0: you <laughs> this before uh, uh, last game, after the last game, I was like, 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 you need to what? Lower your expectations, okay? Lower your expectations. Whenever Spurs come with this high, high speed, I I barely see them turning out something okay anytime they come out with all these kind of nine points it doesn't go too well we are used to struggling to come out from the group stage and we see us flying down to the finals that has been the uh, the routine am i lying you're,
1: you're you're right actually you know the other time we spoke um before yeah. the knockout stage i told you that i was not too confident in nigeria to be honest but you know, after winning our last game, I, I had hope, you know, I believe that the team, the team was playing well, they were clicking well, they were looking as if they could go all the way. Well, you know, heading into the game, I still was not 100% confident, but, you know, Nigeria is still our country, you still have to back them, but I was highly disappointed, you know, I was, I was totally disappointed. You know. I still had hope, down to the last second of the game, that something could change, but I was genuinely disappointed. I'm seriously unhappy. I just want to just get this over. We can move on and head on to the next day. It's, it's 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 a really poor performance from from the Nigerian squad. But you know what are we going to do? Life goes on. We move.
0: Okay, back on the uh, March day 13th, we're going to give you the rundown of what happened in round 16. The first game of the round 16 was between Burkina Faso and Gabon. This is also an interesting one because. Gabon thought they had it, they had a comeback, but the comeback didn't last long. Okay. The first goal came from the 28th minute by Betran Tuare, and which was equalized at what 90th minute with an own goal though. But guess what? They were running from what red card from the 67th minute. I mean, for the Gabonese, it's really, really, really an interesting match for them to keep up the tempo with. 10 man, it goes on extra time, held it down to the final whistle and tried to keep it on the penalty ship, but they could not keep up the tab at the end of what seven season penalties. Alena, yeah, between this game now, this one one now, yeah, do you think that Gabon, oh okay, this not should be Gabon because I was looking at for the fact that you had a record, you could have a night and you had the penalties, okay, the penalty that they lost. Do you think that Gabon could have had it at last minute? Because everybody I see on live are are rooting for Gabon. Were you also rooting for Gabon?
1: Well, I just kept thinking about um, Nigeria match. I could even, like, maybe not really care about other countries.
0: You should care because... The the winner of this match have to press Nigeria. Okay. So in me looking at I didn't want to go for Burkina Faso because of the last time it was a struggle at the finals. Then this one, Gabon looks to me like an easier one for us to go. Um uh, so Salong, do you think um the in, in this game now that Gabon had a fair game? Um,
1: they, they they actually did their best, you know. Um they for them to be able to equalize at the end of the game, scoring at the 98th minute. It showed that they had some level of grit and and uh, determination, and uh, they wanted to win the game. But you know, football is football. Um, going to the penalty shootout, penalty is
0: penalty is all about the game of luck. Nobody is um, sure whether or not. Yes, we know that penalty is a game of luck. Now going back. Went to- off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, your line is breaking there. Okay, let's take it off from here. Let's take it off from here.
1: Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back.
0: Okay. Now, going down to the next yeah. match of the day, which has to be the shocker of the tournament. Again, at around 16, Nigeria lost what? Tunisia. And this came with a, uh, some side attraction, having what I call a, slip-y, uh, a, 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 a slippery uh, uh, ebuka, Okoye, Okoye, sorry Maduka, yeah. Maduka, uh, Okoye. do you think he was really good with that with that I, I i feel that was an error from his side he didn't actually see the ball going where he was going then he really slipped you
1: to know me, internet i'm very honest about uh, about Okoye. I, I don't know whether the hype of social media had got into his head he he he, he had turned to the the model the model of the Nigerian super ego squad you know I, I do not understand him. You know, even the last game, we were trying to save the penalty, he was poor. Uh, I, I really don't understand that guy. I'm not going to fault him because it was a good shot, but actually, he was he was quite poor. But at the end of the day, we cannot solely blame him. The team in general was poor. They were not able to create chances. Um, in the final third of the game, they were not clicking. Uh, they were making the wrong decisions. And at times, we were supposed to pass. We were not passing. They were taking shots. In times, we would take shots. We're not you know everything was just going wrong and uh like i said we just have to just move on we cannot um cry over spill milk we just have to take the hell and, and move okay. on but it's really painful
0: do you believe uzo who be have been a, uh, a better fit for this tournament all true.
1: you know uzo who has played overtime for nigeria i think this is this it is okoye's first um tournament for nigeria and yes and then uh, in the previous times i've watched him even though he has been shaky
0: also who right there has always
1: uh
0: yeah your line seems to break in that's our caller long daniel since we're calling him from nigeria and his line seems to be breaking. I believe we'll get him back. I'm, I'm, back, again. Are you I'm back? back again. I'm
1: back again. I'm back again. I'm, I apologize solely. I'm back. Uh, as I was saying, Uzohu has um, in the previous times he's been he's been good enough. But I guess because of um, Okoye's experience in Europe, that's why he was put ahead of Uzohu. But like I said, we cannot solely blame the goalkeeper. It's not basically his fault, it was a good shot on target the team in general did not play well there was no creativity nothing was clicking if you could see even even at the end of the day even after the sub was made you could see that a few minutes after the sub you came on you got a red card you could just tell that it was not just our day like, it was not just our day that's just the truth we, we were just poor but
0: we just have to now, take
1: the l and move on
0: about the red card okay um do you think it would be uh it was really intentional because there was a pressure on that you
1: you, you remember the last time we spoke about vr i clearly told you that vr is inconsistent before the game today before afcon if you had watched the premier league game earlier today chelsea versus Tottenham, uh there was a tackle that um uh, I cannot remember the exact Tottenham player that had the tackle on uh, and uh, Malingsa, the Chelsea player. The exact yeah. same thing happened. When I when I say the exact same thing happened, the exact same thing happened. He stepped on his ankle, in the Chelsea game. They did not call on VAR. There was no card at all. There was no card. The internet. Believe me when I tell you, I, and every of our audience listening should go to YouTube and watch it. The exact same thing happened. He stepped on his ankle. In the Chelsea versus Tottenham game, there was no card. There was no VR review. Now we have come to AFCON. They, they gave the yellow card in the first place. The yellow card was cancelled and they was given a red. This is my problem with the inconsistencies of VR. VR is highly inconsistent. There should be a laid-down rule stating what and what should be a card offence or what should be a yellow card offence, what should be a red card offence or what is not an offence at all. It's annoying. It's genuinely annoying because it kills the game it genuinely kills the game can you tell me why that, Why he was given the red card he did not even make the tackle intentionally he was clearly trying to control the ball and it unintentionally stepped on the player's foot at worst it should be a yellow card it should be a yellow card at worst not a red card it, it, like I told you earlier I'm in pains I'm just trying to just you know, get over it and move on but it's really painful it's genuinely painful but what are we going to do we cannot cry over game, like I said earlier we will move on but it's painful, it's generally
0: painful, but what are we going to do? We will definitely move on. You know, Super Egos of Nigeria are out, but AFCON 2021 is still on, and Black Sport is still on, so we still move, okay? Now, <laughs> going back what you said, okay? Now, you said that it was a poor, poor performance, but a whole lot of people, myself included, think that Super Egos had a good mentality uh, 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 uh IQ today. The mentality was there. Even with 10 man down, the mentality was there. I saw the Tunisians falling back. And the, uh, the uh, we had a better Tunisia in terms of tactics, because they had like three or four players holding Simon Moses. The same thing goes towards Samuel because They were all like three or four on him.
1: Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're right, you're right. And that's where I feel that tactically we're poor because if I was the coach, because I watched the game and I was the coach, I could see that Samuel was double-marked, Chukwezo was double-marked. The onus yeah. was on, on Aribo as a number 10 to be creative. He was not being creative enough. That is when, as the coach, you were able, you should be able to understand that, OK, see, they are, we are being we are being double-marked. It should be a change of tactics, a change of personnel. I think Wakali would have been more effective in the game. Ahmed Musa, if he had came on earlier, would have been more effective, at least to drag the game. Someone be putting Ahmed Musa in the wing can drag a little bit of the mid of the defenders towards him because you know he has the pace and he has the ability to pull players towards him. In other words, giving giving space to others, you know, when you watch the game, as you know, the truth of the matter is being a coach is quite tough. You are thinking about a lot of things, but um, the ability to adapt within the game is what I, what uh, us in Eguavo lacked in this game. He uh, he tried his best, you know, making the sub, putting the Obi. Putting the Obi was a good sub, and the red card was unlucky. But you know, generally he did not adapt totally to the Tunisian game plan. Tunisia had a game plan. The game plan was to hold us and and catch us on the break, and they stuck to their game plan that was successful for them. And kudos to them, they did their best, but. Like I said, we're unlucky. We did not really play well and uh, we just have to move on.
0: Okay, so just like we know that Tunisia outplayed the Super Eagles, they outclassed Iguavon and this is them straight up to quarterfinals to face Burkina Faso. This is an interesting, interesting match day for match day 13 in Afcon 2021. One more thing uh, on the Go side, a whole lot of reactions online think that Sadiq, this is the best game for Sadiq, regardless of the lost. Do you agree? Uh,
1: well, with that? Uh, well, Sadiq had a better game than the last game. I will not say he had a good game, but he had a better game. I was genuinely yes. pissed off when he missed that one-on-one one chance. But, you know, it was, uh, I would not blame him totally. He did his best. Uh, but, you know, uh, he did his best. He had a good game. He tried his best. I do not want to blame the referee as well, but, I, you know, the referee was kind of biased, let us be honest. He was not... Uh, there were some calls that he would have given in our favour, but he did not. I would not always want to blame the officiating. Uh, Let's not be that I am an anti-African referee. But I would blame us. We did not do all that we could do. We did not um, play to the best of our abilities. We did not adapt to the game, but... Um, uh, let's just take the take take it as it is, and uh, hopefully, when we go to our World Cup and uh, playoffs against Ghana, we would uh, do better. I hope that we will do better, but
0: man, uh, okay. Uh, uh, now, really in cool. this situation, now if Wavon is said to pack his back do you now think that NFF will right to appoint a a manager pirate to the tournament? Doesn't mean that they will on track. A whole of people would think that NFF the right choice. Mm-hmm. People were actually saying they didn't. see the uh, three uh, wins straight through in a group stage, with this now turn out, a whole lot of people think that you see why we didn't want to appoint him. Do you
1: think well, so? Well, it's, it's mixed feelings because um Raw had done a good job for the Super Eagles of Nigeria. general Rowe had um, given us some level of success from qualifying from the 2018 World Cup, qualifying for the 2021 AFCON, you know, Gennaro was able to give us some level of success. I loved Gennaro as a coach, half to be honest. But Gennaro as a Nigerian coach, um, the, one of the major um, downsides he had was his inability to inculc- inculcate the homegrown players into the Super Eagles squad. And uh, that's where the NFF had some issues with him. And even times when the NFF imposed on him to call up the, the Super Eagles squad, he delegated the coaching rights to his assistant coach and he didn't even appear for the game so that was the reasons why General raw was uh, sat because i think that one of the major reasons why he was sat and uh, elston was appointed as the interim manager Wavon was uh, good enough i would say that he's during the group stages he was excellent especially the game against egypt i will not lie to you he did excellently well but um, even the the great ones have their bad days. And I guess today was his bad day. Um, you know, at the end of the day, we, uh, one of the most famous interviews from one of the world's famous coaches, using Morio, he talked about football heritage. And uh, in football heritage, Nigeria, the of Nigeria has not had... We do not have good records against North African teams. If you look back to the last AFCON, who knocked us out of the AFCON? Algeria, the North African team. We do not have a good record against North African teams, and that's just basically football heritage. Um, we fit another North African team today, Tunisia, and they knocked us out, one goal go to nil. Um, we just have to take the L and see where we can build on on the next tournament, the World Cup, the World Cup um, uh, knockouts, sorry, the playoffs. And uh, hopefully we can get into the World Cup and see what we can do later in the year in the World Cup
0: okay so history still comp- uh, the history still continues as the super egos of nigeria has never won any tournament that the world in the lions are present so the history still continues okay a lot of i keep saying that it is cameroon and nigeria and nigeria has never won any tournament that Cameroonians were there, uh, meaning that the, we have actually well, lost three finals to the Indomitable Lions. So, history still continues. That's good to what you call about what the football heritage is still on. Don't forget that this is Black Spot. In case you are joining us, don't forget to subscribe on our podcast, click on the notification button, and follow us on social media platform like Instagram. Facebook and Twitter on a handle at blaqspolty Black Sport, and we're here to give you the recap of all the matches in Afcon 2021. And here with me, Alena, who have any fun fans,
1: Fun fact, fun fact, fun fact. So guys, I'm actually.
0: Wait, wait, wait. before I see my phone
1: you are still angry. I'm really, I'm are not angry. Mean, I'm actually not angry. This, this is anger <laughs> fact. <laughs> anger fact. Anger fact. Okay, guys, anger fact, anger fact, anger fact. Okay. Please
0: give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Hit me up. Hit me with Okay,
1: so on today's fun fact, um, we're well, actually going to. Yeah, anger fast. So today's anger fast we're going to talk about what a man can do, a woman can do way, way better.
0: Okay. Did you guys know that a Rwandan national with the name Salim Salima became the first female referee to officiate the 2021 African Cup of Nations? Yes, yeah, that's, yes. That's a good Salima that's a good was a team. it was a big one that's for Salima. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we really appreciate team. that. Mm. I actually watched the
1: game that she officiated and I must say she took control of the game she was not intimidated yeah. by being that an African woman in, in, a, in a continent that uh, patriarchy um, is uh, one of the major problems we have but she she held her own she was extremely confident she she did not let the, the, the male footballers intimidate her there was a point where she was about to give a, 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 one of the players a card and a player came to her back and held her by the back and she looked at him and said, do, do, do you want yellow card? Do you want red card? And he he, he stepped off and said that's good. And, and I was like, That's 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 good. She 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 was she held her own very well. And uh, kudos to her for being the first African female referee to officiate an African game.
0: Okay, that's interesting to have you on Black Sport. In case you join us, the voice you just have before mine is Selong Daniel. He is a football yeah. analyst. He's a football lover and of course a Manchester United fan. It's good to have you on our platform once again. And like we told you very said, much. before, you'll be coming often and you promise to do so. He just did that. Thank you so much, Salin. So, uh, Thank you. So very long. Long. is a wrap for us on the AFCON 2021 match day 13. It's a beautiful day to to start the round 16 game with Nigeria and Gabon strolling down the airport to go back home. We now have Burkina Faso and Tunisia to knock it out on the quarterfinals. That's to say that AFCON is getting more interesting. So we'll see you on our next episode as we run the recap of the AFCON 2021 don't get it twisted go about your business black sport have you on recap i am i will still always remain here with you to give you the update alongside with my co-host don't forget that wherever you are black will find you see you next time i still remain in sunetiji i'm my co-host alena black ciao 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 bye bye